Hello, this is Ruthless here. Uh, I just kind of wanted to do like a little bit of a disclaimer before I begin the podcast. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and get this out of the way. Uh, I do know that some of you are here because you are existing fans of the Kentucky Podcast Massacre. Uh, sadly, that podcast has disbanded due to life, basically. Um, things and new opportunities came up for a couple of the other co-host and uh, basically it was mutually decided with all of us um, to shelf the Kentucky podcast massacre um, you know maybe one day it could come back it's it's hard to say but as always I do wish everyone luck of course uh, some of them may end up being guests on this podcast uh, you know because we're still really good friends I talk to these guys almost every day um, so rather than just kind of disappearing, I would go ahead and start this podcast. So uh, really what this podcast is going to be, uh, is it's going to be a hodgepodge of all kinds of cool stuff. I mean, maybe some of it won't, won't, you know, won't be cool. I, I don't know. You can be the judge of that. You know, I'm not going to just review things like movies and TV shows and music and uh, events, video games. Heck, you know, they're always releasing all kinds of crazy products. Uh, I'll review some of those. Heck, I just picked up this weird new iced tea the other day. It's like spicy ginger, blah, blah, blah. You know, maybe I'll do a review of that. I don't know. Um, but it, it's it's going to be all kinds of different things. But I'm not going to just review. I, I also plan on doing some interviews with all kinds of people. Um, I have friends that are musicians that are involved with making movies, uh, things like that. So, you know, I'll, I'll get them on here as well. And, of course, uh, with the tradition of the Kentucky Podcast Massacre, I am going to do some roundtable discussions with guest co-hosts. So basically every show is not going to be just me. Um, it'll be with, you know, my friends and, and people in the industry. So hopefully uh, you'll tune in and uh, you'll, you'll come back. So uh, without further ado, uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, get this uh, ball rolling here. Welcome, everyone, to the very first episode of Ruthless Reviews, the podcast where I, Ruthless, will review all of the things. Uh, this first episode will be just little old me, Ruthless, 
And for this podcast, I'm going to review um, a couple of Netflix series and a movie. Um, And one of the things that I'll always make sure to do um, is whatever I review, I will tell you where and how you can find it. Um, so that way, you know, if, if you're interested in, in anything I talk about, you know, you'll know where to go. Cause I don't know about you, but I find it extremely annoying when you find a review online, you know, for instance, like a movie and it sounds really interesting, but they don't tell you where to find it. So you end up, you know, going through Netflix and Amazon prime and Hulu and, uh, you'll look on your on-demand, you're trying to check all the movie channels, and you're like, I don't have time for this, you know, I just want to find this movie, and I, I just want to go ahead and, uh, you know, watch it, so I'll tell you where to go, so to kind of save you some time from having to do a treasure hunt to find anything, so, um, we go ahead and get this, this first episode started, and I, I would also like to encor- encourage all of you to, Uh, give me any feedback or opinions that uh, you may have about the podcast, you know, what I'm doing uh, by commenting on the various social media sites that I'm found on, Um, which right now it's uh, Facebook, of course, Um, you know, just search Ruthless, comma, reviews, Uh, you should find me that way. I'm also on Twitter. Uh, that is at, uh, I believe it's Kentucky uh, Ruthless. Ah, yeah, it's at Kentucky Ruthless. Sorry, I couldn't remember. This is all still really new. Uh, my brain is still in the uh, Kentucky podcast mode here. Um, we're there, and then of course to actually download the episodes, which you're there more than likely, but we are on SoundCloud. You can also leave feedback there. So those are kind of uh, the places where you can find me. Uh, so first up, we're going to talk about a very <laughs> hot topic horror movie right now. Uh, it's been the talk of social media everywhere. And I mean everywhere for the past month. I swear I can't get on Facebook, Twitter, any of the horror sites without seeing someone talking about this. Uh, almost every horror-themed group and page out there um, has has brought this this particular film up. Uh, it's been it's been said to be the scariest horror film of all time. So <laughs> you be the judge for yourself. I'm I'm not quite sure um, what you might think, but uh, so you're probably like, okay, what film are you talking about? It is the Spanish film Veronica, of course. Um, it was just released in North America on Netflix this month. Um, Paco Plaza actually uh, directed and co-wrote this one. I actually really like this director. Um, he he is the one that you may know that did the Rec series. He did Rec 1, 2, and 3. He didn't do the fourth one, which I liked that one too. I liked all of them, uh, to be honest with you. Um, that was the one, if you may remember, um, where a news reporter is basically hanging out with a fire department. Uh, the fire department responds to a call in this apartment building where, like, all hell's breaking loose. Um, 
and uh, come to find out it's uh, basically zombies, sort of. I'm actually not giving you any spoilers if you haven't seen it, but if you haven't by this time, it's been out for a really long time, so you're lost, but go and watch it. Um, I'm not really spoiling it because it's, it's kind of zombies. You got to kind of watch it um, to get the gist of it, and, and there is a plot twist, um, so yeah, check those out. Um, so Veronica, getting back to that one, um, this movie's getting a lot of mixed reviews from around the horror community, and honestly, I think part of the reason why uh, that is, is because the movie has been described as too scary to finish. <laughs> And I'm sorry, that right there is just setting the movie up for failure. Um, you know, most avid horror fans have been watching horror movies since they were super young, like myself, you know. Um, my mother loved horror movies, still does. So, of course, when I got to an age, of course, where I would understand, I started watching them. And, you know, I was hooked from a very young age. So... Because of that, you know, too scary to finish, scariest film of all time, um, you know, it's it's basically hard to impress a lot of the horror community because, you know, we've seen a lot of things. Um, you know, I don't know. You know, would I go as far as to say that the average horror movie fan is excuse me, desensitized? Um, I would safely say yes and no. Uh, it depends on the genre of horror movie that you're watching. Um, you know, like for me, for instance, I don't like a lot of those, like, what they call torture porn movies. I can't stand that shit. Like, you know, I'm not saying that I can't handle gore and all that, but I kind of like somewhat of a plot, but a realistic plot. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of unrealistic horror movies, like, come on, zombies, you know... <laughs> Friday the 13th, you know, this rotting zombie, basically. He's basically a zombie, too, but they never really came out and said that. But, you know, I can't really do most of those horror films from France. I'm seriously starting to think there's something in the water in France because these French horror films are so brutal and graphic to the point of where even I, you know, one of the biggest uh, fans of horror, I can't even stomach them. Um, they're really bad. You know, just recently, a friend of mine uh, had a bunch of us over and we watched a movie called Inside, which that one came out like 11 years ago, 10, 11 years ago. And at points of the movie, I was kind of like looking away because it just really bothered me. I don't know. It was just a really deep subject. But you know what? We will talk about those types of films um, another time. But uh, back to Veronica. I enjoyed it. Uh, would I say it scared me? Nah. Definitely not. Uh, I watched it before bed and had dreams of rabid penguins and uh, Donald Duck. Good times. Um, you know, I enjoyed the story and the concept. Um, which, if you didn't know, uh, the movie Veronica is loosely, and I, I, I am saying loosely here, <laughs> based off of the true story of 
Estefania Gutierrez Lazaro. Uh, she is, or was rather, uh, a young girl in Balecas, South Madrid, uh, whom died supposedly after playing with a Ouija board. Yes, that's Ouija, not Ouija. <laughs> Just gonna put that out there. Uh, in, in 1990. Um, if you want to know more about her story, you can simply go to the Google and search her name. Um, I don't want to give the plot away too much, but with it being based off of a true story, the plot is pretty much already given. Um, I say give it a chance. Um, of course, I will forewarn you, with it being a foreign film, it is in subtitles. Yeah, I'm sorry, folks. You're going to actually have to read to watch this movie. Give it a shot, though. Uh, uh, definitely. And, of course, if you're fluent in Spanish already, all the better for you. You won't even have to use the subtitles. You can just sit back and watch it. Uh, you know, me, I don't mind subtitles. Uh, I enjoy a great movie experience, and uh, other non-English-speaking parts of the world have some pretty decent movies out there. You know, don't let the subtitles deter you, seriously. I've had this conversation before with people, you know, where I'll tell them, hey, this movie's out, you know, and it's from whatever country, and, and they'll immediately go, ugh. So does that mean it's in subtitles? I'm like, yes. They kind of roll their eyes. Well, is there a dubbed version of it? And it's like, sometimes there are. Um... Honestly, I feel like when a movie is dubbed from whatever language and it's dubbed over in English, I think it kind of loses part of the appeal and the magic behind it. Because, you know, the actors are acting and you want to hear the distress and all that in their voices, you know. So when you, when you dub it, it's really, uh, you know, it's not, you lose something. Um, so definitely check this one out. Watch it with the subtitles. Um, I definitely think you will not lose interest at all. I would also recommend um, kind of ignoring some of the negative reviews you're seeing out there. Like I said, there's people that are like, it wasn't scary at all. So because it wasn't super scary to them, they automatically go out and say, well, this movie was terrible. It wasn't terrible. It just wasn't the scariest movie of all time. Um, people said that about The Exorcist, and I'm not gonna lie, there's parts of The Exorcist that make me laugh my ass off. You know, I'm sure it was scary when it originally came out in, in Night or Scene. Um, so, you know, maybe if you're a person that's not like me and a lot of the other people that doesn't watch a lot of horror movies, it may scare you. It, it may. So, I'm not saying it won't. So, check it out. It is on Netflix. Um, so next up is season two of Netflix's Jessica Jones. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I wasn't a big fan of the first season. Uh, but season two did actually hook me in. Um, I binge watched it in a uh, single sitting. <laughs> hey, look, don't judge me. I've been off of work for about a month now uh, due to a broken arm basically um so I was super bored um I broke my arm 
like I said, a month ago, I was uh, going out to my car to go to work. It was uh, 7 in the morning. We had had a cold snap. You know, we had like almost a whole week of the weather being in the 60s and 70s. It had rained. And then basically overnight, the temperature dropped below freezing because, see, we are in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, if you don't know about our weather, we can have every single season in a day. Not a week, a day. So we have very bipolar weather here. So I was going out to my car. There was black ice that I didn't see. Slipped, fell, and landed right on my arm. I fell so hard that my hair, which is, if you've ever seen my picture, is a pompadour. It's up. Uh, it moved. It fell out of place. So instantly broke my arm. Spent half the morning in the emergency room. And I uh, was off work. So, not fun. I don't recommend slipping on black ice. It sucks. <laughs> so anyway, um, with season one, I really wasn't sold on the show or her. Um, she had some funny one-liners, and her ability to kick ass was extremely entertaining. But, I don't know, it wasn't enough for me to sit back and think, Wow. This is what we need in a female superhero. She, she gets blackout drunk and bangs Luke Cage. Wow, that's that's a great show. It, it didn't immediately pull me in like Netflix's other Marvel shows, Daredevil and The Punisher. Um, you know, it, it just, it, to me, I was shocked when I heard it was getting a season two. Because I didn't really see the mass appeal in it. Which was crazy because, you know, Jessica Jones, the first season, had David Tennant in it as the villain. And I'm a huge Doctor Who fan. And I'm also a huge David Tennant fan. And even he couldn't really pull me in. You know, I liked... His villain was a good villain. I mean, he was a fucked up villain. Like, he did really bad things. But... I enjoyed the villain, but I'm not, you know, I just, I was kind of like, blah. So, season two came out, and I saw the trailer, and I was like, okay, this looks a little bit better, some more action. Um, but yeah, this, the episodes of this season are a lot of fun. Uh, you get to learn a little bit more about her and her complicated past. Um, she's definitely more likable this season. Yes, she still drinks heavily and likes to have relations with men, which nothing wrong with that. Hey, more power to you, sister. Um, but of course she still manages to burn some bridges. Uh, when you watch, you'll find out. Um, you know, it, you, you definitely kind of start to understand why she is the way she is. Uh, I never read the Jessica Jones comics. Um, I liked the X-Men series. I read DC, Spawn, things like that. Um, so I I missed this one. Uh, the most I can tell you about Jessica Jones is she was a character in the Spider-Man universe at first. Um, that's about all I can tell you. But there's a lot of good things and Easter eggs in this season. So, I mean, if you're a Marvel fan, I think you'll definitely enjoy this season. 
more than you did last season. Because I know a few other people um, that kind of weren't sold on the first season of Jessica Jones. Um, so basically, Jessica Jones before this season was definitely ranked my least favorite Marvel show in that universe. But this season for sure um, brought my opinion up. Yes, I actually ranked Jessica Jones below the Iron Fist before. I know, blah, blah. How could you rank Jessica Jones below the Iron Fist? A lot of people have a lot of hate for the Iron Fist. Um, I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. I definitely thought it could have been better. Um, you know, the martial arts stunts in the Iron Fist looked very forced. I don't know, they didn't look natural to me. Um, I would definitely say that a Power Rangers episode was, uh, you know, the, the martial arts fighting in that was definitely better than anything in the Iron Fist. Um, I liked where they were trying to go with it, and it definitely showed in the Defenders that the Iron Fist um, had potential. And that was another thing. I definitely liked Jessica Jones more in the Defenders than I did in her own standalone show. Um, I was just kind of torn um, between the two. You know, and, and even the Defenders is definitely not the strongest show um, in that whole Marvel Universe on Netflix. But it was good. I, I definitely appreciated it. Um, the Punisher, though, I will have to say by far is my favorite. I would definitely rank it number one um, of those shows. I just think that John Barenthal was definitely born to play um, the Punisher. He did a fantastic job. So, you know, all of these shows, of course, are on Netflix, and you can watch them, binge them, you know, like I said, I did, because I've had nothing better to do. Um, but yeah, um, you know, if if you were like me about the show, and you just really didn't like it because of the first season, go ahead and, and give it another shot by watching the newest season. I, I truly believe you won't be disappointed. And if you enjoyed the first season, you'll probably be an even bigger fan Um you know, I will tell you, um, you're not gonna see too many cameos in this season. Uh, you know, that was one of the fun things about the other seasons is you kind of had cameos from, you know, like Daredevil or some of those other characters in this one, but there, there really weren't. Um, Luke Cage's new sh new season rather uh, comes out in June, I believe, the end of June. So. You'll have that to look forward to as well. Um, so it's there. It's on Netflix. It's ready to go. You can be like me and binge it in a day. Or, you know, uh, I used to like to, uh, when I was working out, watch some episodes, get me going, get some cardio going there, you know. Um, so, yeah, you be the judge on that one. Uh, finally, the last show I will be talking about is one that <laughs> had me in stitches from laughing so hard. Uh, seriously, I couldn't breathe. I, I was crying. I was laughing so hard. Uh, it's Netflix's Nailed It. Uh, it's hosted by the very talented comedian Nicole Byer and master pastry chef and chocolatier Jacques Torres. They call him Mr. Chocolate for a reason. Seriously, the guy does some amazing 
work. Um, so you're probably like, okay, what's nailed it about? Well, you said there's a pastry chef chocolatier guy, so obviously it's not a show about people doing each other's nails. I don't think that would be really interesting. Not to me, anyway. But, um, have you ever seen those memes or articles where average people like you and I, well, maybe not me, I don't bake, I don't like baking, I never have, I enjoy eating baked goods, but I'm not big on baking them. I just don't do it. No. But anyway, but you'll see these people try to recreate these amazing pastries and cakes. I mean, we're talking like works of art. You know, these five-tiered cakes. It's like a, a castle and a princess coming out of the castle. And, you know, it's just, it's so visually appealing. Um... So people try to recreate that, but they don't come out looking like the professional ones. Yeah, that's what this whole show is. It's basically centered around that. Um, <laughs> there's three people. They come on the show, and they compete against each other to try to recreate these masterpieces of delicious art. To win prizes and ultimately the grand prize of $10,000. Sounds easy, right? It's not. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's, it's, I watched this show. Like I said, I was laughing because it was funny. But I, I mean, even some of the bad stuff they make, I couldn't do that. I mean, I'd be like, here, I made some cake and I put some frosting on it. Enjoy. Um, it, you know, and that's what makes the show entertaining and so hilarious is, is the end result of what the contestants make. Um, and what I like too is the fact that the hosts, um, they're not super mean, you know, they don't sit there and make fun. I mean, they will laugh about the outcome, but they're not super mean about it. Um, they're actually pretty nice and, um, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, so like I was saying, the end results of these baked goods that they make they almost never even remotely come close to what they're supposed to look like um i mean i don't want to give too much away because i want you to be able to go in and watch it and enjoy it um but yeah it's, it's kind of horrifying and they end up having different guests and stuff like um there's usually three judges you know you've got the two that i mentioned and then they'll have a, a another guest come on and um, judge as well. Um, but, um, yeah, so, okay, so I will, I will give this away because, yes, uh, in one of the episodes, I did binge watch this series as well because, you know, my arm had nothing else to do. Uh, the contestants had to make a Donald Trump cake. So, yes, you definitely heard me right. I said Donald Trump cake. I know what you're probably thinking to yourself. So, did they actually make cakes with shit? Can you stack shit that high? Can you mold it? Can you make it look appetizing and delicious? No, they didn't. Uh, they actually used regular cake-making things. Um, but, I will say, the cakes that were made were definitely nightmare fuel. Um... <clears throat> 
uh, <laughs> I think part of the, the, the thing that made it the funniest was the fact that, you know, there was three, you know, the three contestants. You had one, one girl who immediately alerted everyone uh, of her disdain of, of Donald Trump. Um, she was just like, oh, hell no, I'm not making that cake. Oh, God. Um, and then there was another lady who was like, oh, yeah, I love Donald Trump. Oh, I hope I can do our president justice. I voted for him. And you're sitting there kind of scratching your head like, really? You did? And then the other contestant was just like, eh, whatever. I'm here. I'll, I'll make it. I'll do whatever I have to do. Um, so the one contestant, um, that was immediately just like, oh God, I have to make this cake. The cake that she made, I lie to you not, it looked like Jeff Sessions on a cocaine binge. I'm not kidding. You have to see this for yourself. At one point, I was waiting for the cake to jump off of the counter and to start deporting people to hell. Because this literally was something that looked like it came from the, the bowels of hell and... Oh, getting chills from it. So, <clears throat> yes, the, sure, the show is definitely a good one to watch. I mean, hell, invite your friends over to watch it and have some drinks. Try recreating some of these science experiments for yourself. Make a night out of it. Uh, you know, like I said, if I had any baking skills, I would try doing this myself. But um, I might end up accidentally summoning demons. Um, just like in the movie Veronica, <clears throat> with my horrible baking skills. I can cook, I can chef up some tasty meals, but baking is just not something I enjoy. It's it's not, it's I'm not a fan. Um, but yeah, uh, again, this is another show that is on Netflix. Um, <clears throat> you know, uh, it's not a long show. I want to say it's less than 30 minutes. Um, so you could probably get through it pretty quickly. Uh, <clears throat> so go on there, check it out, um, see if you like it. So, you know, that's, that's basically it. Those are my, uh, three things I'm going to review for you. Um, I hope you ladies and germs, um, you know, enjoyed this episode. I hope this episode was enjoyable. I hope, um, my voice didn't scare you away. I know it's just me. I apologize. Uh, this kind of came about quickly. Um, you know, there are definitely going to be guests on here. It's not going to just be me talking for 30, 45 minutes, however long. Um, <clears throat> I will have people on here make it a little more interesting, I hope. Um, but please, again, feel free to leave feedback for me on the interwebs, on our various social media platforms. I am always up for, you know, hints, tips, suggestions, I mean, you know, I can take criticism. I am not made out of glass, but don't be too rude, you know? This is, uh, this is something. <laughs> uh, again, you can find me on Facebook, uh, Twitter, SoundCloud, uh, on Facebook and SoundCloud. Again, um, well, Facebook and SoundCloud, uh, you can find me by searching Ruthless, comma, reviews, and on Twitter, it is at Kentucky. Ruthless, but it's at KY Ruthless. Kentucky's not spelled out, so at KY Ruthless. Um, I'm going to try to have a new podcast up every Sunday. 
Um, <clears throat> but for right now, while I'm trying to get everything together, uh, it might be every other week uh, until we get the hang of all this. So I, I definitely have people already lined up. So again, you're not going to have to listen to me every podcast by myself rambling on about the things that I like um, <laughs> or don't like. It, it's hard to say. Um, before I go, I would definitely like to give a shout out to the Reverend Terry Rice for allowing me to use his um, music track for the podcast. Um, great guy. Uh, definitely one of the people that I, I, I will plan on getting on here um, in the near future, uh, for sure. So again, I do thank you for listening. Um, you know, please be kind to each other and uh, make sure you tune in for the next one and uh, take it easy. Bye, guys.